0: got her presence, walked out the door and said, I'm leaving you for another man. Those were the words of Bud, or loyal Bud Paxton. Bud was devastated. He, was, he didn't know what to do. The love of his life was leaving him for another man. Bud thought he had everything. He did. He really thought he had everything. You see, Bud, he was the founder and the CEO of, of HSN Home Shopping Network All he had to do was ask He had it right there But he couldn't hold on to his wife She's gone So Bud, he, he fretted about that For a couple of days Now this is a Christmas, Christmas morning Can you imagine Can you imagine what it would be like For your spouse to come down And say, I'm leaving I've had it You history, I'm gone Bud didn't know what to do. He, he was at a loss. He did not know what to do. He's, he had given his life to this person. Anything she ever wanted, he'd give it to him. So Bud, he fretted about it. He didn't know what to do. Of course, by now you understand Bud didn't know Jesus. He didn't know who he was. Bud decided to go out to Las Vegas for uh, New Year's. He had some business out there, too. He says, I think I'm going to drive. I need some time to think. On the way out there, he stopped at a motel. He still can't imagine what happened. Two o'clock in the morning, he wakes wide awake. He's looking for something to read. He reads, you know, the, the, the literature they put on the little computer desk there. It tells you about the restaurants and tells you about the places to see and all that. He read all that. He's still looking for something to read. He opened that nightstand drawer. And he pulled out a Gideon Bible. Or pulled out a Bible that was printed by the Gideons. Just like this one. He opened it up. He just opened it up. Guess where he opened it up to? Job. Book of Job. He read the whole book. He says, how can this man go through what he went through? And still lost everything—his family, all of his possessions. He got sores all over him. He lost his friends. He never lost his faith in Jesus Christ. Job never lost his faith in Jesus Christ. Job was rewarded for that. Bud couldn't understand. How could that happen? So Bud opened up the, he opened up the book. To the front of it, and it talks about alone. Are you alone? Here, go to Hebrews. Are you depressed? Go to Peter. Bud's tearing this book up reading it. Bud got down on his hands and knees that night, gave his life to Jesus Christ. All it takes is for someone to read a passage in this wonderful book. To have their life changed, Bud's life was changed that night. Bud went on to, he went on to his meeting. Things changed in his business. He established a, another network called um, Pax TV, which is a uh, spiritual-based TV program for you guessed it, Christians. The Bud's life changed that night. It's a wonderful, wonderful testimony to hear things like that. Of course, y'all know that Gideons, we are a worldwide uh, organization. Like Larry said, we have a wonderful ministry. We're in over 200 countries right now and climbing. You know, we've got a lost world. But we're in 200 countries. Handing out Bibles. Trying to save as many souls. Trying to get as many warriors for God as we can. We, the the uh, Gideons can take this Bible. They can put it together. They can print it. They can ship it. Get it in the hands of a Gideon anywhere in the world. And we can distribute that Bible, this Bible, for $5. This testament right here, which I wish I had a bunch more. I'd be handing them out. This testament right here, we can do the same thing for $1.35. Not here to talk to you about money, I promise. I told Kenny I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't talk about money, but I just need for you to know that. I'm here to talk to you about saving souls. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what we do as a, as a ministry. And our ministry is just like any ministry in your church. Just like the coin that, that Kenny talked about a while ago. You know, it doesn't take anything to walk up to somebody and say, let me tell you about Jesus Christ. Are you saved? Do you know who Jesus is? You know, some of us say it's a privilege to be able to do that. It's not a privilege. I gotta do it. That's what the Lord has laid on my heart. I gotta do it. It's not a privilege. <clears throat> Our little camp here in Westminster. I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some testimonies. I'm, I don't like to. Well, I love to give. I love to tell you about the testimonies, but the worldwide testimonies that happen overseas and, and this and that—they're wonderful. I get them all the time. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of them. But what I want to talk to you about is right here in your community—the testimonies that happen here in Westminster, in Easley, in Seneca. We have them. They come into us every day. We send them out every day. Your group of Gideons here in Westminster, you wouldn't believe some of the testimonies that come out of that little camp. I'm going to tell you about that little camp. That little camp is probably one of the smallest ones in South Carolina. We're in Area 1. It's made up of Westminster, West Oconee, which serves uh, Wahala and West Union, um, uh, not Liberty, but Seneca, Clemson, and Pendleton. Those are the camps that make up Area One. Last year, last year, Area One was tops in church presentations, in church reports, Gideon church reports. You know who led Area One? Your little camp in Westminster led Area One church presentations, which that means they led the state. Be proud of your Gideons. They're God-fearing men, and I'm telling you, and women, every one of them. Three years ago, that little camp gave out. Uh, they were second in the state in giving out Bibles and Testaments per Gideon per camp. Guess what? Now, there ain't 21 of us, and out of those 21. Only about ten to twelve of us are faithful every Saturday morning. Just think what we could do with more yeah i'm talking about membership now. <laughs> love to have some members love to and you i'm telling you if you would if you would come to a meeting and you would hear the scripture reading the Prayer around the table. I mean, we just don't pray. We get down on our knees and pray. Old men on their knees praying. It's a sight. It makes you feel so good, it gives you a, a good feeling to know that you are right there every Saturday morning with men who love God just like you do. All right, I get off the membership. We are an extension of the church. We're not a ministry within the church. We're an extension of the church. We have members from all churches that come together. Did you know that the United States is the third largest mission field in the world? Right behind China. 320 million people in the United States. 90 million of them have never been in a church we've got opportunities right here we have opportunities that we need to take take control of. there was a scripture blitz in Spain last year two local Gideons when I say local one from Wahala and one from uh, Easley went on this scripture blitz to Madrid, Spain In one week, one week, that team of Gideon's gave out 62,500 Testaments and Bibles in one week. You know what that equates to? 62,000 people got the Word of God in their hand. That seed was planted. If that seed took hold, then guess what? It would have went to another person, and then another person, and then another person. I'm proud to be a Gideon. I'm thankful God chose me to do this kind of work. Our distributions here in town... They consist of uh, Apple Festival and y'all might have seen us handing out little testaments at the Apple Festival. A lot of you say well I've got three or four or five of those sitting at the house. Well I say to those people take those three or four or five that's sitting at the house and give it to somebody who don't have one. Take another one with you and give it to somebody else. We do Mayberry Days Through the grace of God, we do the uh, Good News Clubs. Thank y'all so much for Orchard Park. We do those. Um, We do the dentist office. Did Dr. Callahan's not long ago. Uh, Any chance we get, we hand out a Bible. Any chance. I told you about the cost of the Bible's. I think I fulfilled my business end of it. I'm going to get into some testimonies. You know, when, uh, when we pray around the table on Saturday mornings, uh, sometimes we have special requests. And, and I love reading the uh, prayer request in the bulletin this morning. Some of those people on your prayer request are also on our prayer request that we send out on a weekly basis. Uh, As a matter of fact, this church, some Gideon in Westminster, will get down on his hands and knees most likely and pray for this church on the 26th of every month. You're on our list to be prayed for at least once a month. And we usually pray for you sometime during the week or on Saturday morning. But for sure... It's on the twenty sixth of every month that this church has prayer time with us. But let me get back to my little testimony I'm getting ready to tell you. I'm on my knees one Saturday morning, and uh, I had gotten in a habit of kind of prejudging people, you know, you know, the type, long hair. What do I do with my testimony? Long hair, tattoos, earrings, foul mouth, prejudging people. I prayed, I prayed, and I prayed hard that morning. We got the chaplain that sits here. I always, for some reason, I just sit beside the chaplain, and we always go to the right. So I'm the first one to pray when we get to that point after we read Scripture. So I pray that morning for forgiveness and for uh, guidance on prejudging people. Help me out, Lord, please. Well, several of the other Gideons picked up on it. Bobby Boggs always sits on my rock. Y'all know Bobby, tire guy, I mean uh, tractor guy. Then Vince, then Doug, well Larry now, but then Doug, Jerry, Connor. Don Fricks. Dave Mann. uh, They were all praying for me. Keith Sykes. When it got to Billy Burton's time, he let loose. By that time, I'm shaking. I'm I'm ready to jump out of my skin. These men are helping me out. They're praying for me. Then Jack Moore closed us out. I knew... I knew something good was going to happen with one of these little testaments. I didn't know when, I didn't know how, but I just had that feeling. I'm in Easley. I walk into Chick-fil-A over it Easley. I'm standing behind this guy. He got tattoos. He got stringy hair earrings combat boots with shorts yeah he he gets his order put in he's standing over there so here I am in line I order the lady says this is going to be $4.07 I said okay I'm pulling out so I, 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 I had four dollars in this hand. I had five dollars bill in this hand, I, and I was, you know, and somebody said, "Here, Mister, here's seven cents." Nah, I don't think I. I said, nah that's okay. I, I, I need to break a dollar." Away. He said, "No, take this seven cents, a nickel and two pennies. Here, take it." You won't have to break a dollar. Ew. I said, okay. Stupid me ain't got it yet. I I'm I don't know what, you know, I'm just dumbfounded. Why is this man giving me seven cents? Well, I sit down, say my little prayer, eat my biscuit, bam. It hit me right then. You dummy, you. God put that man in your place and you're going to let him get gone. Do you know what God says about that? What do I do? I about to swallow the biscuit hole. I run out to my truck. Me and Kathy, we keep these little testaments in all of our cars. I know we shouldn't, but between us, we got four vehicles. And we got testaments in every one of them. I run out there and I get my testament and I'm telling you here he comes here he comes here's the road right here this is the road I meet him halfway in the middle of the road and I said young man can I give you a gift for your generosity you know he's looking at me Here I am, kind of dressed up. He said, yeah. I handed him that Bible. That that testament, just like this one, I handed it to him. He said, mister, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. He said, I need to talk to you. I said, okay. What's going on here? I might be getting ready to get witness to. I don't know. But you know, you can witness to a Christian. You can. We all need it. We, we need witnessing to every day. It's nothing better than to sit down with another Christian and talk to each other, just like you're witnessing. That That's a good feeling. But anyway, the young man says, I want to tell you, he said, I lived a rough life. He said, uh, my mama had a, Several men. We didn't we didn't know who was going to be in the house when we woke up, but you know I love my mama to death, and occasionally she would take us to church, occasionally, and that got me to thinking. And I'm sure some of you have been in church all your life. I can remember as a small child feeling I got when I came out of Sunday school and I walked in the sanctuary. It's a wonderful feeling. The smell, I can still smell the smells of that church in Rock Hill, South Carolina, First Baptist Church in Rock Hill, South Carolina. I can still remember the reverence in that church. And I'm thinking to myself, I hope this young man's thinking the same thing about that church he went in. He poured his heart out to me. We standing in the road. He poured his heart out to me. A little old me. I thought I was going to do something great. And then I did start. God started. He opened that door. We standing in the middle of that road. We're looking at Peter. We're looking at John. We're looking at Romans. All those great books that gives you salvation. We're looking at that. We're reading it. He's crying. I'm crying. Cars are zipping by. We're standing in the middle of the parking lot. Cars are going all around us. So we didn't even know it. 123 is busy. It was right there. Cars up and down the road. Going everywhere. God had a hold of both of us that day. Had a hold of both of us. That is so rewarding brings you so much joy to be able to hand that testament to somebody or hand that coin to somebody let me tell you about Jesus let me tell you what he's done in my life I got away from the church I don't need to go there that's my testimony but it's a wonderful feeling a wonderful feeling to be able to tell somebody about Jesus and that's what the Gideons do. I saw, I mean, you know, that's our mission. That's our ministry. Is we give you a Bible. And then we tell you all about it. We tell you what Jesus can do for you. God works through us that way. That's, that's, our, that's our ministry. But anyway. Young, I told a young man. I lived in Easley for, for a couple of years. And I told a young man about some churches that I knew about. And that he needed to go find him a church and get him a church family and I left I'm going to tell you I was on cloud nine I was on fire for God I called Kathy up and I said you won't believe what's happened you won't believe what happened to me this is the best testimony that I've ever had we talked about it We were working on our church. I go to Scenic Heights Baptist Church. We were doing some wiring down there. I got there, and I told the young man that was helping me. I told him what happened. I told him, you won't believe this. Man, we were rejoicing. The pastor, Steve Black, came. he comes up. I tell Steve, the devil just about had enough. He just about had enough of me running him in the ground. Kathy's days turned sour. Steve was late for a meeting. Young man that was helping me got a speeding ticket and I had a flat tire. Good things. Good things come out of the Word of God. Well, after that, I've never forgot the testimony. I often thought about it. often thought about what happened to that young man. Well, one time, me and Kathy got this bright idea that we was wanting to buy us a motorhome. We didn't, but anyway. Vince, y'all know Vince Walton. Vince told me, he said, Manny, I saw one over in uh, uh, Easley. You ought to go look at that one okay so Kathy and I were in Easley we went over there young man came out of the office he looked familiar but I couldn't place him nice young man nice looking young man nice haircut long sleeve shirt on no earring no nothing I looked at him I said do I know you he said yes sir you were the one that gave me that testament in the Chick-fil-A parking lot. And he said, I want to tell you, me and my wife and children are members of Rock Springs Baptist Church right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pray for the Gideons. We got Gideons right now in harm's way, handing out Bibles in harm's way. People throw rocks at them in other countries. Spit on them. Cuss them out. Pray for them. Pray for them. I've been going down to my sister's house helping her. I, I retired here a couple of years ago, so I've been helping her close her garage in, uh, making a bedroom, bathroom, all that out of it. Plumber bought her. He came... Bought brought his helper with him. And, and you know, if anything ever happens to you during the day that's kind of out of the ordinary or somebody you meet, somebody that you don't know for the first time, guess what? God put that person there. He brought y'all together for a reason. He brought that plumber's helper to me. And I witnessed to him and I gave him a Bible. I'll pray for David it, I have not had the chance to go back and talk to him but he's got that Bible and he told me he said please Mr. pray for me we did a little bit of witnessing right there but young David needs needs prayer I was in Charleston at my son's baptism my grandson, excuse me, grandson. And it just so happened that my son and my nephew ended up in Charleston. And guess what? They ended up at the same church. So his son, which would be my great-nephew, sat down beside of me during, during the church service. Well, you know me. I handed him a Bible, a testament. He's six years old handed him a testament so I didn't think nothing about it I said Carter you need to get your daddy to read this little book to you every night he said okay uncle man okay right. I didn't think nothing else about it Thanksgiving came around family meal Hunter comes up to me my nephew said uncle man I'll tell you something There's three things, three things that Carter has to have when he goes to bed now. He said he has to have his favorite little blanket, his favorite little stuffed animal. And he's got to have, and he said, you started something. He's got to have that little testament. And I got to read it to him every night. They make a difference. I'm telling you, these little testaments make a difference. They make a difference. Dethi and I and, and uh, Steve and his wife Pam decided to go to uh, Pigeon Ford one weekend. We go up there. We have a good time. On the way back, we stop in Cherokee. I don't know whether any of you know where Mingo Falls is or not, but uh, it's uh, um, an area that the Cherokee Indians own, and they got a waterfall there called Mingo Falls. They got a... the the little trout stream I used to fish when I was a young man Uh, they owned and operated it and stocked it and all that but anyway we decided we are going to walk up to the top of the falls and when we come back down there's a guy at the bottom of the falls handing out tracks okay he can hand out tracks guess what I can hand out so I went to my car I got me a testament I walked up to him and I said here sir I want you to have this testament. Are you a Christian? I see you hanging, hand, handing out tracts. Are you a Christian? He said, yes, I'm a Christian. He said, I sold everything. I'm from Florida. He said, I sold everything I had. And I bought me 10 boxes of tracts. He said, I've been in 30 states handing out tracts. you the first person that's ever walked up to me and handed me a testament. they powerful. Christian witness into a Christian. Okay. In Chattanooga. I got a daughter that lives in Chattanooga. Well, stopped at the gas station on the way home. I'm retired now. I told you that once before. But, uh, I can go eat lunch with her now when I want to. So, i up there eating lunch with her and I can't uh, stop at the gas station on the way home guy walks up to me in the gas station and says, Mister, you got five dollars. I need some gas. I said, you do? Yeah. I need some gas. I said, okay. Do you know Jesus Christ? Are you a Christian? Why, sure I am. I said, you are? He said, yeah. He said, I've done missionary work. I said, where? We start a conversation. To tell you the truth, I don't know whether he was a Christian or not. But he got a testament. He got a testament he got five dollars. And I told him about the plan of salvation. I told him where to go to to read about the plan of salvation. Back in Charleston again, same thing, stopped at a red light. I mean, stopped at a gas station, went to pump gas. guy comes up to me, "I need some money for gas. Are you a Christian? Do you know what Jesus Christ can do for you? Do you know what the eternal lake of fire is? You might be going there. He left there with a testament. Every get in our camp does the same thing. We hand out these testaments. Word of God. The word of God. Back in Charleston again. <laughs> that's, where my, that's where my grandkids are. Spent a lot of time in Charleston. Kathy and I had been to Florida and we was coming back and come back to Charleston. Had a flat tire. Called AAA. They came out and changed the tire. He said, you need to get that one fixed. He said, uh, I can tell you where to go. Go to a little tire shop up here on, on Savannah Highway. So I called my my son and I said, David, where's... Uh, Where can I get my my tire changed? He said, "Daddy, go to Gerald's on Savannah Highway. Same place that this other man had told me to go. Guess what? God was setting me up again. Again. If you ever have a flat tire in Charleston, go to Gerald's. They will fix you up. I, got, I called him up on the phone. I said, I got a flat tire I need it fixed. I said, I got spire on now. He said, well, I can't do it today. But he said, we open at 7 o'clock in the morning. Be there at 6.30 because we do first come, first serve. So you need to be there early. I said, okay. I got there at 6.30. Yeah, there's already cars there. But anyway, I asked the guy. I said, what, what do I do? Where do I park? He said, go find you a slot in the front and pull in. I said, okay. I did seven o'clock there's a guy on the loudspeaker come over. He says everybody that needs tire service get out of your car and stand in the front of it. Anybody who needs front end alignment go around to the back of the shop. I get out I'm standing there in in front of my car the roll up doors fly open on the on the shop, about eight young men come flying out of there, and they they there's eight parking spots, eight or ten spark pots, spark, parking spots there, and uh, so one of them comes up to me and says, "What's wrong?" I said, I, got, "I had a flat tire." He said, "Okay, nice young man." And uh, so there, there's a supervisor. He's running around. He's checking on everybody, and uh, so. He said, okay, uh, just, just go sit on that bench over there. I said, okay. Well, when I got out of the car, I always keep these testaments right there in the little side pocket. I just picked one up. Y'all remember the program AD that came on Sunday nights? Well, I had been watching that. And, I, and it was the night that Saul got convert, com, uh, converted. He, he met Jesus. And it was that night. And I said, well, I think I, I know where that's at in the Bible. That's in Acts. I'm going to read about it while I'm sitting here waiting on my tire change. So I, I flip over to Acts, and I'm reading, and I want to see how close they came, the uh, the show came to what happened in the Bible. And boy, you know, I'm into it. I'm reading, reading. The supervisor comes over to me and says, Sir, we we, uh, we can't fix our tires. It's got a big old hole in it, and we ain't got nothing like it. What you want to do? I said, well, just leave the spare on it. The spare's good. It's a good uh, good spares, It's not one of them little bitty ones. He said, "You'll be all right to drive home to Rock, uh, to, uh, to Westminster on it." I said, "Okay." So I just sit there a few <laughs> a few seconds to read, finish my passage, and I did. And the young man that changed my tire, he comes up to me and he says, uh, "I noticed you was reading something. It's a little bitty thing." I said, "Yeah." I said. You know, clicked. two people told me to go over there God's got a plan somewhere and it might be this guy here so I, I said okay I got this little testament here I said are you a Christian are you saved he said sir I'm going to school now and we're touching on theology I said are you a Christian or are you saved he said I don't know sir That's my cue. God's opened that door right then. So I do it. Am I running over? Larry? I'm sorry. I am truly sorry. I got one more thing to tell you. Anyway, when I left Gerald's, the guy was sitting on them pile of tires reading that reading that testament. Okay? All right, sorry, I didn't mean to go over. I've got this one thing to tell you. Uh, I love all of you. I appreciate it. Now the Gideons have to go through a qualification process to be a speaker. When I went to speak, they said, guess what? Nobody, nobody has ever failed a qualification to be a Gideon speaker. The only way that you can fail is if you go over. I failed that day, and I have failed today. I'm sorry. I am truly sorry. Let's have a quick prayer, please. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you for this blessing that you've given me this morning, Father. Father, I just pray for this church, and I pray that you will continue to give the blessings to this church. I pray for Kenny and his wife, and I just lift them up to you. I pray this prayer in Jesus Christ holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you man.